Hey, DCL fans. If you're thinking about taking a Disney cruise vacation, or any other Disney vacation for that matter, consider booking your trip with us. We are an independent travel agent affiliated with Mickey World Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Our services are completely free, and you'll receive an onboard credit up to $1,000 just for booking with us, which can be used for shore excursions, spa treatments, shopping, and much more while you are aboard your Disney cruise. We also have a wealth of cruising experience to help you answer any questions or concerns that you might have. If you're interested, send us an email at wes at mickeyworldtravel.com. And now, on to the show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 43 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, I hope you all have had a great weekend. Um, I'm not sure if you all shared in my disappointment last week that Disney Cruise Line did not release new itineraries. I uh, I thought for sure it was going to be uh, this past Thursday, but uh, I feel reasonably confident that uh, that this will be the week that we see some new itineraries for the fall of 2020. Of course, now that I say that, uh, it probably won't happen, but uh, here's hoping. So uh, I have to apologize in advance for this episode. My voice is not uh, fully cooperating with me this evening. I um, I had a cold sort of hit me out of nowhere this week, and uh, it's really been messing with my voice. Um, so hopefully it doesn't sound too uh, too. Uh, froggy, but uh, you know, to me it does. So, <laughs> so I apologize if my voice sounds a little bit different in this episode. Um, hope I'll, I'm hoping I'll, uh, I'll get all the way through it and still have a voice. Uh, but uh, there were uh, a couple of of new things that happened uh, this, you know, this week uh, related to Disney Cruise Line. Uh, that I'm going to get you all caught up on. This, uh, this got me thinking that that I. I need to start doing a uh, this uh, a this week in DCL news segment at the beginning of my shows. That way, uh, I can catch you up on all the the latest if you're if you're tuning into my show. Get you uh, make sure you're caught up on everything related to Disney Cruise Line. Most of the weeks are pretty slow, uh, but there are, are usually at least at least one or two things that might be worth mentioning. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start adding that to the beginning of my shows. Uh, so hopefully that would be helpful for you. Uh, so the first thing that happened this past week, and probably the, the, the most notable thing that happened, was the update of the Disney Cruise Line Navigator phone app. It, uh, <laughs> it seems as though the app was, was first updated for Android users, but uh, the app is, is definitely now available on iOS as well. It, uh, it automatically downloaded on my phone once it was available. The app is a it's a complete overhaul and uh, is no longer primarily an in cruise only app. So previously, uh, really aside from the cruise countdown, you could you could only use the app once you were on board. I mean, I suppose you could you know sw- scroll through the the different screens, but there really wasn't a whole lot you could actually do with the app uh, before. You now, with the update, can do almost everything in the app related to an existing reservation 
that uh, that you can do on DisneyCruise.com. So if you have an if you has a if you have a reservation, uh, the app might be helpful for you. If you don't, you based on what I saw, cannot book uh, a cruise through the app. You still have to do that online or you know through a travel agent. Um, uh, however, you typically book yours. But um, once you uh, once you're logged in and you can see all your existing reservations. Uh, beginning with the earliest sale date, the the first one that coming up appears at the top. You can uh, then click on the individual reservations to open up uh, more options. So from there, you can see the popular cruise countdown uh, and all the other details of your upcoming cruise. You can also make modifications to your reservations right within right there within the app. You can view and change your dining time. Add special requests. You can even add the the vacation protection plan and the ground transportation if that's something that you haven't done yet and are looking to do. And uh, you can also, this is pretty cool, you can also make payments right from within the app. Of course, the the payment option is only available if you book the uh, reservation on your own and are not working with a travel agent. If you are working with a travel agent, then they, uh, they will apply the payments on your behalf. Also, once your booking window opens, you can also add activities like port adventures, spa treatments, uh, adult dining reservations, uh, any, pretty much any other onboard activities that uh, are typically available to book online. You can book those right there in the app now. Um, you can also schedule uh, nursery times, so you can ra- you can make your nursery arrangements. So overall, really. I think a really cool update to the app, uh, one that I think has been a long time coming. Um, if you haven't checked out the new app, uh, give it a look. If you have, you know, if it hasn't been downloaded, downloaded on your phone, just go into the the App Store or Google Play area and and uh, download the latest version. Moving on to the next story. So on Friday, the Disney Parks blog announced that guests aboard Disney Cruise Line. Uh, on sailings between May 24th and June 20th, we'll be able to get a sneak peek at a portion of the new Toy Story 4 film. So this is not an advanced screening of the full movie, uh, but you'll you'll get a chance to see a part of the movie before anyone else does. Um, personally, I, I love the Toy Story franchise. Based on, <laughs> based on what I've seen, I'm, I'm not overly excited to see the movie. Um, I'm sure we still will because we'll probably take my my kids, but um, definitely of the of the three that are existing, I'm probably the least uh, least excited for this one. But if you recall, I think uh, I tweeted out a few weeks ago as well that uh, they were doing a similar thing with the um, with the new Aladdin movie. So they were gonna uh, do uh, a sneak peek preview of that movie on board the ships as well. So uh, I don't remember the exact dates. That those are being offered, but uh, I know, I know they were doing that. And finally, just uh, just yesterday, I started to see that uh, the day passes to the rainforest, uh, the rainforest room in the spa will no longer be available to purchase before your cruise, and will only be available to reserve on board. So this is sort of a big development. Um, I I think I've said before we've never had the chance to visit the rainforest room. It's something my wife and I talk about. Literally all the time that we need to uh, to give this a try because people say they love it. But uh, if if booking if if making those reservations in advance is something that you uh, enjoy doing and have become accustomed to, it uh, it sounds like you'll you'll now have to make those reservations once you're on the ship. Um, so I can't 
I can't really figure out the rationale there. I was trying to uh, trying to reason with this, but um, I'm I'm sure there is a good reason behind it. So um, who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll tell us at some point. All right, so we we're gonna try something new in this episode. I'm not. I'm not really sure how this is going to go or if it's going to work, but uh, we're going to give it a try and see. Um, I, I give a lot. I give you a lot of information on this show, and I've been trying to, I've been trying to figure out a way to break that up a little bit and and try to find a way to do something um, fun every now and then. So mix in something different, something fun. So in this episode, we're going to do some Disney Cruise trivia. Uh, that you can play along to while you're listening and uh, and test your your Disney cruise knowledge. So what I'll do is I'll ask a question and then I'll, I'll pause for a few seconds. If you're if you're listening and, and want to you know think about your questions for a few seconds, you'll have to just pause um, you know on your on your on your phone or on your radio or however you're listening because uh, I'm only gonna you know pause for a, a couple seconds but I'll ask the question and then I will give the answer and then so, you know I'll fill in a few more details as well but uh, I just thought it'd be fun to sort of test your your Disney Cruise Line knowledge um, <laughs> like I said I have no idea if this is gonna work so I would definitely love some feedback if it works maybe we'll do it again sometime if it doesn't then well we'll just uh, we'll just We'll forget I ever tried it. So, um, but here we go. So, question number one: Can you name the godmothers of each of the four ships in the Disney Cruise Line fleet? And I think I think maybe if you could name uh, just one, it would be uh, it would be impressive. So, uh, can you name the godmothers of each of the four ships? So for the Disney magic, it is Patricia Disney, who was the former wife of Roy Disney. The Disney wonder is Tinkerbell. The Disney dream is Jennifer Hudson. And the Disney fantasy is Mariah Carey. So did you know that cruise ships had godmothers? Well, I I knew that they did, but I, I wasn't really sure why. So I, I looked it up for this episode. Um, from cruisecritic.com, it's a long-standing naval tradition for new ships to be sponsored by a civilian, um, and typically it's a woman. So with this honorific title, the cruise ship Godmother is selected to bring good luck and protection to the vessel. The duties are simple. Godmothers attend their ship's ceremonial ship launch. Uh, and naming ceremony where they bless and they officially name the ship. And so, I uh, <laughs> I'm I am not sure how this went with uh, with Tinkerbell as the godmother on the Disney Wonder. If uh, if 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 the person is typically present, I I it would have been interesting to be on board for that ceremony. But uh, uh, the other ones were um, were actual live live uh people so i i, I wonder who uh who i'm sh- who they have planned for the the first new ship in 2021 i bet they're already uh making plans to um to to make those arrangements so be, be interesting to see who they pick all right question number two how many official ship captains are there aboard a disney cruise vessel and can you name them
So up until a month ago, there were officially four. The ship's captain, Captain Mickey, Captain Hook, and Captain Jack Sparrow. However, as you recall, about a month ago, Disney Cruise Line introduced the newest captain to the fleet, and that, of course, um, was Captain Minnie. So when you are getting your picture taken with the captain of the ship during the captain's reception, uh, or getting his autograph in a merchandise shop, one of the other four is on the bridge steering the ship. So you should, uh, you should probably hope that it's either Captain Mickey or Captain Minnie, because I'd say the other two don't <laughs> don't really have great track records being at the at the helm of their at the helm of their own vessel. So um, five official captains of the Disney Cruise Line ships. Question number three. Can you name the characters represented in the atrium statues on each of the four ships? On the Disney Magic, it is Mickey at the helm. On the Disney Wonder, it is Ariel. On the Disney Fantasy, it is Mademoiselle Minnie. And on the Disney Dream, it's Admiral Donald. So these statues are, are very popular photo op spots. You'll see pictures. You'll see people taking pictures out in front of them um, all throughout your cruise. And they also sell replicas of these statues in the merchandise shops that make uh, really great collectibles. Especially if you are planning to sail um, on each of the ships in the fleet, it's kind of fun to collect each of the the, the lobby atrium statues as you sail the ships. Question number four, you're probably aware that the carpets on the Disney cruise ships can help you orient yourself, but did you know that the nautical flags that you see in the carpets spell out specific words? Do you know what they spell? The nautical flags in the hallways of the, uh, you know, the stateroom hallways spell out the names of the ships. So whichever ship you're on, the, 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 the nautical flags will spell out the name of that ship. This is a detail that most people probably are not aware of because, um, you know, <laughs> most people don't have the nautical alphabet memorized. I, I, uh, I certainly don't. Um, so when I first found out uh, about this, I had to, uh, I, I Googled pictures of the the carpets and then i brought up um uh the nautical alphabet online and i, I compared it uh and sure enough they 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 do they they spell out the names of the ships and you may also see some nautical flags uh that spell spell things in other places around the ship uh like on railings around the family pools and in the laundry rooms so be on the lookout for those. Typically, if you see a nautical flag, it probably means they are, um, you know, some sort of hidden, um, hidden language there. So keep your eye out for those when you're when you're on board. Question number five: The Disney Magic and the Disney Wonder are considered sister ships um, and are mostly identical. And the construction of each was was almost identical. So there was one key difference in how they were built. Do you know what it was? The Disney Magic, interestingly, was built in two pieces at two separate shipyards. So when the when when the Disney Magic was first planned, the shipyard that it was built in um, over in Italy didn't have the physical space to build the entire ship. So they they drew up a plan to build it in two different places, and then when the two pieces were finished, one was floated to the other, and they were welded together, and then you had the the Disney Magic. 
Um, as a result, on the Magic, there is a seam that literally holds the two pieces together. So you can, uh, you know, a welded seam there that holds the two pieces together. And interestingly, on the Wonder, a few years ago, we were taking the, uh, the Art of the Theme Show tour. And a cast member who was giving the tour pointed out that on the Wonder, there's actually a fake seam that was added um, as a way to make the two uh, more identical. So you'll see a seam on the Wonder, uh, but but it's not real. They The Wonder was built all in one piece. Question number six. What is the color of the hull of the Disney cruise ships commonly referred to as? The color is often unofficially called Monica Blue. So back when the Disney Magic was first being designed, the, the Disney executives uh, in charge really wanted the ships to resemble a you know classic ocean liner. And that was, you know, that was sort of at a high level, they knew that it, they just wanted it to, um, to appear like the, uh, the clash, these classic vessels. And the hulls of these ships were, were typically painted black. Well, Disney didn't like the idea of painting it all black, so they went with a color that was mostly black, but had some blue mixed in there as well. The color was, or I should, I should say, has been unofficially called Monica Blue. And if you listen to my interview I did with Jim Corcus back in episode 19, he goes into detail about the rumored reason why it's called that. Um, so I'm not going to go through it. You'll just have to go back and listen to find out. That color, though, is, is really cool. It, it can look blue or black depending on the weather, the lighting, um, the time of day. And uh, and you look you can look back on your cruise pictures and sometimes it'll look black, sometimes it'll look blue, uh, which is, uh, which is I think, exactly what Disney had intended when they picked, uh, picked the color. And speaking of colors, did you know that the Disney Cruise Line um, had to get special permission from the United States Coast Guard to paint the lifeboats yellow? Uh, the regulation color for lifeboats, if you've seen other cruise lines, um, the regulation color for lifeboats in the cruise industry had always been orange, um, but orange obviously didn't fit the, the Mickey Mouse color scheme, so, um, so they wanted to go with yellow. And uh, so they got special permission from the Coast Guard, and uh, the yellow that's used is a patented color that's the same um, same color as Mickey's shoes, uh, and can only be used by Disney. Question number seven: How many different horn melodies can the Disney Fantasy play? This answer might surprise you, but the answer is eleven. So there's When You Wish Upon a Star, uh, and of course, the second verse to that song makes no difference who you are. Uh, that song is from Pinocchio. Number three is A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes from Cinderella. Number four, Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. Number five, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me from Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, number six, A High Diddle Dee Dee, An Actor's Life for Me um, from Pinocchio. Number seven, do you want to build a snowman from Frozen? Um, and it's a small world is number eight. On the Star Wars Day at Sea Sailings, the fantasy can also play the Imperial Death March, which is Darth Vader's theme, and a segment of the Star Wars main title theme. And the last one, which 
this is probably the one that most the most people don't know about is uh, is the beginning of New York New York by Frank Sinatra. So uh, the fantasy first played this horn uh, when she was sailing out of New York on her way um, over from Europe after her christening on her way down to Port Canaveral. So uh, luckily for you, I have clips of all the horns that I am going to play for you right now. So hope you enjoy these. Question number eight. Which Mickey character, or I, maybe I should say, which version of Mickey is featured twice on the bows of the Disney Cruise Line ships? Sorcerer Mickey appears on the bow of both the Disney Fantasy and the Disney Magic. The Disney Dream features Captain Mickey, and the Disney Wonder features Steamboat Willie. And the Disney Dream, though, does also feature Sorcerer Mickey on her stern. So Sorcerer Mickey is a, a very popular uh, <laughs> character on the exterior of the Disney Cruise Line fleet. Um, but uh, getting back to the, the bow art, I, I've said it before, I absolutely love the scroll art on the bows of the ships. It's, uh, it's definitely my most favorite decoration on, uh, on the ships. Question number nine. What country served as the inspiration for Paulo? That would be Italy, and more specifically, Venice, Italy. So, Paolo in Italian means pole, which is a reference to the long poles used by gondoliers uh, navigating the, the canals in Venice. And the decor throughout the restaurant is Italian-inspired, and of course, the restaurant serves up some delicious Italian fare. If you've never visited Palo, I'd highly recommend it. And uh, of course, if you are a platinum cruiser, be sure you don't miss out on your free opportunity to eat there. Um, it's an amazing restaurant. My wife and I love to eat there uh, whenever we have the opportunity to. Um, you know, if you can drop your kids in the kids club or, or put them in the nursery for uh, for a little while, it's definitely worth it to uh, to have that experience. 
And finally, question number 10. What were the names of the two main dining restaurants that were replaced on the Disney Wonder and the Disney Magic? The Disney Wonder was the first to swap out one of her main dining restaurants uh, with a new one when Tiana's Place replaced Parrot Key. And more recently, Rapunzel's Royal Table replaced Carioca's on the Disney Magic. I can definitively say that Rapunzel's Royal Table is a major upgrade over Carioca's. I haven't yet had the chance to dine in Tiana's Place, um, but just based on what I've read and heard, most people consider it to be one of the best, if not the best, main dining restaurants uh, across the fleet. So I probably am okay with saying that that was a, a, an upgrade as well. Both overall provide a much better dining experience um, with the, you know, with the live performances. Uh, they're not just restaurants. You don't just eat. There's actually um, entertainment being provided as well. So I can't say I miss the old restaurants too much. Um, and I, I definitely can't wait to see what Disney is going to do with the with the with the dining options on the new ships. It's one of the things I'm I'm most looking forward to finding out. So can't wait for that. All right, so how'd you do? These were uh, these were definitely some tougher questions. Uh, probably maybe geared a little bit more toward uh, more seasonal cruisers. But uh, if you didn't know any of the answers or only a, a couple of them, hopefully you at least got some interesting fun facts out of the episode. Um, and I'll I'll just say one more time, I'd love some feedback on what you thought of the episode. Uh, I'd like to do some more of these kind of game-based episodes in the future. Um, if this worked and if it didn't, uh, I'll just have to have to rethink and, uh, you know, continue with, uh, you know, the way we've been doing things. Anyway, be uh, be on the lookout for those fall 2020 itineraries later this week. Um, if they don't happen, don't uh, <laughs> don't get mad at me. It's just uh, it's just speculation. If they are released, I'm sure I'll be back here next Monday with a bonus episode going over all the the highlights uh, of the announcement. So I hope you all have a great week and thanks so much for listening. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Twitter at the DCL dude, or by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL dude podcast. Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>